Welcome to Doing It Real Estate Style, the only real estate podcast in the DFW area hosted by a team of badass women who also happen to be real estate agents. Join me, Melise Haas, and my village of incredibly brilliant real estate pros each episode as we bring you the latest in the real estate news, trends, and tips, all with a few laughs, of course. So if you're ready for a fresh, funny, and fearless take on the world of real estate, tune in to Doing It Real Estate Style. It's like your favorite cocktail, but for your ears. Cheers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Season two, episode three. And I know what you're thinking. You keep saying welcome back, but you're in the same outfits. We haven't left. (laughs) We're still here. So That's what the cool kids do. Yeah. 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 It's okay. So here we are. <laughs> Welcome, busy Welcome back it's anyway. <laughs> it's a new time week. It's such management. a good week. It's such a good week. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, team? Great. Great. We're still doing good. good. Powering through. Let's go. Yes. Lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for episode three, we're going to dive into the contract and writing the offer. So like we talked about a little bit last episode was – we're going to run comps and then we're going to strategize with you on the best foot forward in writing the contract. So first, we're going to review the big pieces, the negotiable pieces. So what are some of those items? Repairs, big one. No, I'm talking about in whenever the contract. In the contract. So, so oh, option, money, offer, option period, gotcha. offer price. Right. So I typically stay with like the same amount of option and earnest money, but it's definitely negotiable. If they want to do more or less, it, def- it will make your offer stronger to offer more earnest money, but I typically stay with like $250 option, option. Mm -hmm. 1% earnest money, um, and then buy yourself seven days for the option period to do but if you want, lots wanted, of people are doing five, five, yeah, five days, five is right? Pretty common. Yeah. It keeps it tight. Like it's, yeah, it's a lot but, to get it done. But it shows you part. want the house, though. Like it shows yeah. that, like you want to get in there, get right. your inspections done, and yeah, especially if you're competing, you yeah. need to do a short. It's yeah. more appealing, and yeah. it's more appealing if you want to up your earnest money. So if you want to do two percent, it really shows the sellers that oh these people are serious they and they're strong house. we will yeah. financially strong yeah. right yeah. and we'll likely end up closing and being able to do the deal so yeah. if you're able to op- offer more earnest money option money then do that you can yeah. up it yeah absolutely and um along those lines so earnest and option money just so you guys know if you don't know what those things are so back to um, basics. yeah back, back to, to basics. basics so we'll decide on the price and we'll ne- we'll just determine what a good offer price is first and then your down payment and all that will be based on the loan program you're going with and we'll know all of that um, and then for option and earnest so the option money that you're putting which is usually 250 and depending on the price point if it's a higher price point sometimes they, the seller will require more um, but this buys you a block of time, usually five to seven days, and this is what allows us to go in and do inspections. So you're going to get a seller's disclosure up front, and we're going to check that we accept the property as is. We know it today in the contract, but that doesn't mean you can't still have the option period and repair negotiations. That's what that block in the contract is for. So we set that time. We pay the 250 for the option period, and that's what allows us to do those inspections, like I said, and then negotiate repairs during that time period as well. And so far to date, five to seven days is more than enough time to do that. And you want to be competitive if there are multiple offers. If not, again, we have a little bit more wiggle room. And there are instances where let's say you have an inspection and the inspector says, hey, you need to get a plumber out here to look at this or there's more that needs to be done. And we're running out of option time. 
almost always the seller is willing to give you another day or two so we can negotiate that for you. So no need to get hung up on that or worried. We're always able to work it out. And then the earnest money is just a deposit that gets held in escrow at title and is applied to your closing cost at the end. So your earnest money is the standard is 1% and that's the minimum. And, um, it's really hard to lose your earnest, earnest money. It's protected throughout the contract. So, and deposit's um, the best way to say it. Like, yeah, you're, it's still your money, right? And you're putting it. You're towards, getting it back, right? You're yeah. just putting it down yeah. towards it's, the cost of the house. Yeah, it's like a good faith, um, right? Yeah, um, and so during the option period, um, you know, you'll have your. Um, negotiations and things like that. And if you terminate during that because things don't go wrong, you still get your earnest money back. So it's really hard to lose it. And we'll go over that more in detail with you as we go. Um, The other things that are negotiable in the contract. So um, let's say that the house has been on the market a little while. You can ask for closing costs. There's a section in the contract where we can put an amount of money in that we want to ask for. Um, So we have that area to do. Um, then we have title. HOA and title. Yeah. So title's a good one. Mm-hmm. If there's multiple offers, it's almost always buyer paid title. Yeah. If there's not, then we'll have the seller pay title. Right. Same with survey. Right. Home warranty is another one that's yeah. negotiable. Home that's warranty. Good. Yeah. So let's elaborate on buyer paid title and then come back to mm-hmm. home warranty because that's a big one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so typically seller pays title. Yes. But like she said, if it's multiple offers, that's a good way to up your game by saying we'll pay title title. right yeah because that's a good chunk of money and if you really want that house it's just under one percent usually it's 0.08 percent yeah point eight point eight yeah point zero (laughs) 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 whatever point zero eight that's great yeah point eight um and then also home warranty so Maya, what are the benefits of a home warranty? What do you get with that? You're a home Um, warranty queen. Yes. (laughs) Lots of things. So like if something kind of goes wrong in the house, like a a dishwasher drainage leak, right? Like that's a pretty common one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, your home warranty that you prove. And I've got a nice little email I send out with all the brochures in there that we offer. And you just choose one that's the most favorable for your home. Like make sure... That when you're choosing one, if you have a pool outside, like there's one that like includes like pool repairs and stuff like that, because things can go wrong on a house. And it's nice to kind of have that in your back pocket to cover those things. Yeah. And it's a year of coverage and you can renew it every year, too. So it's it's kind of a nice little extra insurance policy to have in your back pocket and little extra peace of mind. And a lot of times the sellers will pay for it. Right. Yeah. So right. Like so that's seller contribution negotiable. to mm-hmm. the home warranty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to have. and I mean, if you can they always won't. buy one yourself as a buyer, but yeah, like, right. This is why it's negotiable. We like did when we first moved into our house. We bought one. It was like five or six hundred dollars for mm-hmm. the year. Yeah, and so if little things would we break. we used ours to replace our water heater and our water. It was four thousand dollars, and the home warranty covered all of it. That's incredible. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. They're good to have. Yeah. So no matter what, if it's multiple offers and we can't put that the seller pays for warranty, you can still buy one. We can we can coordinate that for you yeah. as well. Good. Let's see what else. Okay, closing date is another one that's important. So it, this will come in. Let's talk about financing too. So if you're using a traditional lender and traditional financing, then it's usually going to be a 30 day close. Some lenders can do 21 days, but that's usually the average. You don't want anything longer because sellers 
there's too many options that are not longer than that. They won't take it. Um, but if you're using a cash-backed lender and making cash offers with a lender like Homeward, then the closing is two weeks and there's no appraisal um, for the seller. So it's a very appealing offer. And we have found actually that clients who use it almost always save somewhere between 2 to 4% on the sales price because they're using cash. Right. We and offer it, a bit lower, but we can close in two weeks. Yeah, we can yeah. close in two weeks. There's no appraisal. There's no financing contingency. There's yeah. no risk involved for the seller. So they're going to pick it all day. Yeah. Um, so it's a great option to have in your back pocket and it's a soft credit pool. So there's literally no reason not to do it, but that's just me. Um, okay. So closing date, um, that'll depend. So if it's multiple offers, the sooner, the better. Um, if it's standard and your standard financing, then 30 days is fine. Um, and if and it's then, a multiple offer situation being a cash, having a cash offer puts you way ahead of the pack. Yeah, absolutely. A seller is going to pick that over financing all day. If it's, you know, also a good offer. Um, leasebacks. So something that is somewhat common are sometimes sellers need the funds if they're not using Homeward. They need the funds from the sale of their house in order to buy the next one. So a lot of times they'll need a little bit of a buffer of time to close and then use those funds to close on the next house. And sometimes they're building a home and they need more time, whatever the case may be. So it is often, it is common that a seller will request, you know, a two week, 30 day leaseback. Um, and if it's a multiple offer situation, then those up to 30 days is usually complimentary, meaning the seller doesn't yeah. pay you as the buyer anything for staying in their house for another month. So yeah. And that's a good thing uh, to ask in the buyer consult or a seller consult is you need to let your agent know um, when you need to move in because yeah, sometimes sellers will need a lease back and the buyer needs to get in the house. So a lease back isn't going to work for them if they need to stay an extra two weeks. And then same with sellers. Um, you don't have to move out right away. Mm-hmm. You know, if your house closes in in 30 days, you could probably stay another two weeks or a month. That just needs to be known to the to the agents. Yeah, it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else on the offer front. So we have HOAs too, which can be negotiable. So there's fees associated with um, oh, yeah. HOA transfers and things mm-hmm. like that. And again, that's offer dependent. If mm-hmm. it's multiple offers, then the buyer's usually paying most of those fees. And then if not, sell sellers, there. I mean, HOAs want their money. So They're there's get a it. fee to transfer. <laughs> it's going to be gotten. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be good, y'all. So sometimes, yeah, seller or buyer could pay for the transfer Mm -hmm. fees. Yeah. I always ask for the seller, but. Yeah, absolutely. But if it's my seller, the buyer's going to pay. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Depending on who you are in the transaction. Yeah. But I think um, depending on the situation, just having a realtor who has a really strong strategy either way um, is really, really helpful. Um, What else on the offer front could we be missing? So we talked about leaseback. HOA, um, repairs, we do an amendment if there are any repairs and negotiate that before the I end of the I feel like option. once we get past option and past the repair negotiation, it's smooth sailing typically. Uh, unless appraisal, right? Well, yeah. and But that's hit or miss. Right. Like it's okay most times. It is okay most times, but it's also case dependent. So yeah, like- Sometimes where it is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah. if you're doing traditional financing, they're going to have to do an appraisal on the home. So after your option period is when that usually happens. Um, and if the appraisal happens to come in under the asking price, awkward. then what we do is, yeah, awkward, <laughs> unfortunate. Um, but our job is to get you the most bang for your buck and to make you win so or to help you to win. So we immediately go back to the seller and we say, hey, unfortunately, 
the Grim Reaper of real estate has determined that your property is actually valued at X and not Y, what we are contracted for. So we need you to lower it to X. And so if they don't and you're not willing to come out of pocket any of the difference, then we can terminate the contract and you'll again get your earnest money back, but you'll lose that $250 option money. Um, Another thing to speak on that is if it is a multiple offer situation, you into like if you really, really want the house, you can do an appraisal waiver. Yes. Where you waive the appraisal altogether. Yeah. Saying we'll pay this no matter what. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if the appraisal comes in low and you're doing financing, then you just have to pay whatever that difference is. But the way we can help you with that is we run comps up front and we say, okay, if you pay this, chances are, you know, the appraisal might come in here or here. So you'll kind of have an idea of what you could worst case scenario be looking at. Yeah. 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 Good. Knowledge is power. Knowledge. Yeah. Find a realtor that knows what they're doing. <laughs> it's so helpful. Please. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think that covers most of it. I mean, you have your lead-based paint sometimes. So if a house is built older than 78, you have those. And it's just a disclosure. There's no negotiating there. Um, what comes standard? Anything? What's like, what are the things in the offer that typically don't change? So you've got your third party. Oh, it, well, we talked about. Oh, well, exclusions. We didn't talk about exclusions. Yeah. So if there is, um, oftentimes it'll say in MLS, if the seller is excluding anything in the home, that's attached to the property. So like curtains and rods, um, security wall cameras, wall mounts, built like TV wall mounts. That stays, yeah, yeah. So, so those things would normally stay unless excluded. So that'll be on the contract. And also if there's something in the seller's home that you want. Like a fridge. Like a fridge. Yeah. We can yeah. also make part here. of the contract. A washer yeah. and dryer. Yeah. 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 We can also ask for those things yeah. too. True story. Um, my first home that we sold, our realtor did not tell us that we had to leave the curtains and the rods and we packed them all up. I had no no idea. It was the first time I sold my home and we put it in the storage unit and everything. And then the, the, um, buyer agent came in with the clients as a final walkthrough and they were like, where are the curtains and the rods? And (laughs) we were like, what? Like they're yeah. packed up. They're, yeah. they're like, you're supposed to leave those. We had to go dig back through the storage unit, find them and put them back up one day before closing. Oh, I would have been so upset. It was so upsetting. I've never forgotten. We will never let that happen. I will never let that happen to you. Seriously. (laughs) When we first bought our house, we were tiny babies when we first bought our house. And I was thrilled that the curtain rods were staying because we were broke. I was disappointed. I liked my curtains. I was, no, I yeah, would have you were taking it. Had I known, I you can take too. the curtains, I have, but like, not the rods. Pretty expensive. Oh, I uh, think we left the curtains. curtains. Oh my gosh, I love urban yeah. outfitters. Yeah. I, do yeah. I don't think so we should have to leave the curtains. Our realtor had us leave it. Or maybe I was just so scared. We were talking about this the other day. Solar panels are a big thing now. Oh, that's right. Solar panels are a big thing. Solar panels. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And you have to negotiate the leases and the lease transfers. We've had a couple yeah. of those lately. And it's easier. Yeah. They have to stay. It's it's easier. For yeah. What about stay. Tesla stuff? Is that like whenever Ooh. they have like Tesla? It's the same thing. So one of the um one of the um, homes I sold last year was Tesla solar panels. And oh, it's yeah. just a transfer of the agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's usually a fee. I know. It's super cool. Technology yeah. is so wild. <laughs> so the warranty would go to the new buyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the a transfer contract. of ownership and all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. We can navigate that. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Um, okay, so I feel like we covered Circling all the negotiables. Back, Sorry, you'll go ahead. Um, with the if they have solar panels, would that price of the solar panels, like when they bought them, be um, the value of them be added on to the buy cost of the home? Um, no, 
No, it's not like as added on to the sales price. Yeah, no, mm -mm. it's it's a separate thing. Okay, yeah, it's like like a the bill of sale. Yes, situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, or or it's an actual contract transfer. Like there's they have their own paperwork and stuff, and it's a transfer. Like there's one right now where there's a payoff of twenty thousand for one of my clients that's looking at purchasing an investment property in Frisco. And they have solar panels, and it's a $20,000 payoff. So the seller's offering as an incentive to pay the whole $20,000 or split it and do like $10,000 for the solar panels and $10,000 off the list price. And so, so basically the buyer wow. would just kind of consume that price once yeah. they bought the house mm-hmm. and have to pay yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. If they didn't pay Ex- it off. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of negotiation up front. Makes sense. So interesting. Yeah. I know. Real estate's new Wild. every time. There's always something There's new. Always something. And tons of land. There's We've been yes. doing tons of land deals lately. Yeah. Lots of people looking to build, which I mean, is a great Texas. option. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. under oh, contract yeah. right now, and a donkey is in the contract. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. To yeah. Yeah. I think donkeys. it's so fun. <laughs> a donkey's going to stay. <laughs> so cute. I love it. Livestock. Very <laughs> Always something new. It's so yeah. great. Uh, okay. Said, yep. The donkey has to stay if you're buying this house. Great. We'll You're take thrilled. it. We will keep it. <laughs> we will take it. Yeah. Love so it fun. so much. Can you imagine? I'm buying no. a house and it came with a donkey. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like people um, get scared with the idea of a contract. It's huge. It's a really big contract. But Commitment. Just, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Um, but just know millions of people have used the same contract. And like there's nothing in there that we're trying to – or that the state is because we didn't draft them the state right right there's nothing like we can't leave out a paragraph like this is this is what it's promulgated by the state yeah right so there's nothing to be afraid of it's by law (laughs) i mean you know well if you're not represented (laughs) don't trust the man (laughs) but trust us it's fine (laughs) we're fine we got it um but (laughs) just know that you know the contract is there to protect you yes. and it's good no so work with someone who knows how to navigate it well and right. knows it well and read it yeah. yes yeah do yeah. understands you don't need a lawyer some people who move here from out of state think you need lawyers because in other states they require lawyers you don't hear because right. we have title companies that have lawyers so yeah. you don't need that title companies are they're amazing yeah they're my best friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i love it maya's um, my best friend because she deals with title and yes we and love that so yeah. much yeah. all the hard stuff yes. yeah mm-hmm. yay we love yay. <laughs> i love the hard work though it's my bread and butter is to work hard so. yes yeah that's pretty much it so once you're under contract um it's just and go, we get through the financing part oh we there's a baby, baby. we have a baby <laughs> Ava, come Ava, here. you want to come say hi? Come here, baby girls. Let her go, Dad. Let me run free. <laughs> come here. Hi. Hi, sugars. Oh, she's so there happy. She is. Hi, baby. You're on episode three. Say hi. <laughs> hi, sugars. Welcome. What you doing? This is Ava. Hi. Say hi. Oh, I want down. I want husband to, she's like, no, no. She's like, I want those cords. Bye. Let me free. <laughs> she's going straight to the cords. Yep. <laughs> All right. Contracts. All right. Contracts. Yeah. That's a wrap. That's, That's a, a wrap. wrap. All right. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 That's all for this episode of Doing It Real Estate Style. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast, please. We'll be back next week with more laughs and real talk on the world of real estate. Until then, keep doing it real estate style, DFW.